Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Matt. How are you? It is great. Here towards the end of the year, talks about end of the year wrap-up, what worked, what didn't work, some goal setting. So we were going to call this episode, what do we say, 106, and it's how to create, manage, and achieve your goals. How to on create, New Year's Eve, manage, and achieve we, yeah. your goals. Yes, on I New Year's Eve. So good. It's good stuff. So you and I are big goal setters. We always have been go big goal setters. We've talked about that throughout the year and the kind of stuff. But so tell us kind of where you start on goal setting for 2021 or for what for whatever year or for whatever project. Well, the first thing the first thing I say to people, or I would, you know, or I do for myself, the first thing about goals is I don't believe you should set a, achievable goals that what I mean by that is you should set achievable goals, but they should be like a reach goal. It should never be something that's so easy. Although the daily stuff should be the easy thing. So, so I believe you set goals and you work backwards to create a daily activity. And I don't want to go too far down the road, but um, you, you work, you create a big goal and then you work it backwards to break it down on a daily basis or five days a week basis or, or monthly, however you want to break it down. Those should be achievable, but they require you to reach. Like last year, I set the 520-mile run goal. Okay. Yeah. I ended up running a 500 and – I think it's 550 miles right at, right at 550. Okay. Um, I think it's 549 and a half, and it pisses me off that half mile. <laughs> but, um, but regardless, it seemed like a big goal at the beginning, but when I broke it down, it became very achievable of about 11 miles a week. So Okay. And did you run three miles four times a week? Did you run five typi- miles twice? I, I typically did uh, basically six miles, and a six and a five, a six and a five, uh, okay. almost, almost to the boring level, six, five, six, five. And then I got a little behind because uh, I was doing five fives. And then I started doing uh, seven sevens. And I was doing seven, 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 seven. And I got, and then okay. I got ahead of the game. And, and so, but it, it was because I had this, big goal in mind and I knew what I had to do on a weekly basis. So that's the, the idea behind any goal is it, it, I, I think you have to stretch or it's not worth setting. You right, know? right. But if you make it so audacious, then you're not going to go for it either. Yeah. So, yeah. Somewhere in the middle there, there, uh, there are also stuff along these same lines are goals that are reachable or just out of reach, right. To stretch goals. And then, but there's also like, and I do a combination of, of process goals as well, right? So, so let's say you do that same thing. I'm going to run 526 miles or whatever it was. Um, and a process goal in my mind might have been, well, if I run three days a week, four miles, there's my 12 miles. You were trying to run 11 miles a week or whatever. I'm going to run 3.75 miles three times a week. I know I'm going to make that, right? So the process of you know, we talk about a process for losing weight. Well, if you count your calories and you exercise every day and you drink a lot of water, remember that 75 hard, yeah, that was the process, hard. right? You exercise twice a day, you, you watch your calories, you drink a lot of water, you're going to lose weight because that the process itself, I, they don't know if it's one pound a week, one pound a month, you're going to lose weight because you're doing the right things, right? So there's process goals and there's end goals. And there's a, I believe in both. Yeah, and, and I think you're 100% right on with the process. So it starts with, I really think any goal first starts, you got to really sit down and, 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 
and visualize something that you really want that you don't have. Don't try to justify why you want something. I believe there's, there's things on a subconscious level that we don't understand why, like I've, I've wanted some things in my life and, and you don't want to justify, you just want to, I just want it because I want yeah. it. It doesn't matter. But, right. but then once you've put a goal down, then you, the first thing you got to do is commit. Do I really want this thing? And if I want this thing, you've got to commit to it at that point. Then you move to processes. You know, that's, that's when, okay, I've committed to this. Now, how do right. I get there? And you right. start laying out a process. I love that. So, so, so I can't remember if it was Michael Jordan. I think it was Michael Jordan, but it might've been Kobe Bryant or whoever. But the, but the idea was, their vision was, I want to be the best basketball player. I want to be the best basketball player. And so then, because that's their commitment, that's their vision, that's their goal, that's their commitment, then every other decision became easy, right? Do you think the best basketball player is getting to practice late or getting to practice early? Probably well, getting practice early yeah. and then practicing late. And then staying late, right? Yeah, they had a whole thing when it was, I think it was uh, Larry Bird and Michael, uh, uh, M, uh, not Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. And they had a whole 30 for 30 on the two of them. And they both said, you know, Larry Bird's wherever he's living in the Northeast, he's like, I bet, I bet Magic is shooting free throws. I, I'm going to have to work another 30 more minutes because I bet he's out in L.A. shooting free throws. So they were driving each other because they both wanted to be the best, and they, they think the other guy is probably working harder, so I need to work hard. So once you made the decision of being the best basketball, okay, do I want to drink a lot before the game tomorrow or not drink? Well, probably shouldn't drink alcohol before the game tomorrow because I want to be the best player. So every other decision becomes easy because the big decision was already made. So, you know, in 1982, uh, the U.S. had not won a gold medal in gymnastics, men's gymnastics, in like ever. So back then, they didn't, they didn't call it uh, the Olympics. I think they called it the World Championships. Okay. But I want to bring up this guy, Kurt Thomas, because I heard him speak one time. And Kurt Thomas um, won the gold, basically, in 1982, which never happened for an American because Americans weren't, weren't training like Russians and everyone else. Right. But right. Kurt said, I wanted to be the best. I, so I'm going to out-train all my competition. The problem is all of his competition also wants to out-train all of their competition. <laughs> so, right, right, right. so he said, you don't, you don't be better by 15 or 20 minutes more a day than your competition. Usually it's just one little minute, you know, you, right. because you're both trying to be the best until, and, and so it's the little things on a daily basis that make all the difference when it comes to goals, because it's always like, if you want to lose 20 pounds next year, it's the little extra bites. It's the, the little extra chocolates or that extra scoop yes. of ice cream. Yes. Exactly I knew I'd get you on the ice cream thing. Yeah. But, that's what's good. Reese's peanut butter cups. That extra one's going to kill you. The, the extra dressing on your salad. You thought you're being healthy eating salad, but then you put the dressing on top of it and it kills you. And so I, I use, I, I like uh, uh, Godiva dark chocolates. So when I'm really hard into like, into like eating right, which I right. will again next year, I'll allow myself two Godiva dark chocolates a day and that's it. And, and, you know, that's less than one serving. Right. But the point is I give myself a little, uh, little reward. Leeway, but yeah. at the same time, this is the limit. This is the absolute limit of what I, what I can do. So the, the point is when you commit to something and you start that process of going for it, you have to realize it's the little things and you, and you, I believe you have to record what you're doing, like keep track, 
meticulous track. If you could see my calendar, I print a calendar every day and write my workouts, uh, how many days um, that I uh, eat healthy, um, how many days I don't drink alcohol, how many days I do drink alcohol. I track everything because I can notice by calorie intake, you know, if I, if I have a couple glasses of wine, there's a good chance that I might snack later in the evening. So I track all that stuff. So oh, yeah. the, there's a whole thing about, uh, uh, what do we say? What, what gets measured gets, gets improved upon. Whatever gets measured gets improved upon. There's a, there's a weight loss study that if you weigh yourself every day, so I weigh myself every morning when I wake up. Every morning, uh, same time. And then you, then you, yeah, same time every morning, but then you make the decisions. Oh, I put on two or three pounds in the last three days. I need to start watching, go back to my two Godiva chocolates or whatever, because you're seeing the number in front of you all the time, right? It's when you don't get on the scale for a month or two months and all of a sudden it's the holidays and you put on your, your 10 pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas because you weren't weighing yourself every day. But if you weighed yourself every day, you'd be like, oh, I went overboard yesterday. I better bring it back in a line. So there's, what you're saying is measurement leads to improvement. Yeah. And actually there's a whole thing that says it's exponential improvement. What Tony gets measured Robbins, gets exponential. Sorry. I think Tony Robbins says it this way. If life is worth living, life is worth recording. And he's talking right. about recording all of the, these, these idiosyncrasies that we have personally that, that make us go off track. So when you talked about getting on the scale every day, I get on the scale every day, but then it goes on the calendar. Right, 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 right. And I, and I actually can look down the calendar and go, okay, what I weigh last Monday? What did I weigh this Monday? Am <laughs> right. I going up? Am I going down? If I'm going up, then I eat differently this week. Yes, and, you make a different and, decision. And I know we're talking a lot about weight, but when you, when you move well, this over to, yeah, when you move it over to the financial goals, all right, I want to make, let's say you want to make a million dollars this year for some, that might be a big number. Let's say you want to make $250,000. So you got to make 250 is about 19 grand a month. Well, what do you have to do? How many sales calls or how many in your business, what do you have to do every single day to hit that 5,000 bucks a week in, in right. bank? And, and that, that becomes the daily activity that's recordable, that's trackable. And if you didn't do it today, how are you looking Monday to Monday? How are you tracking? Right, this? right. Well, that goes back to, so I was gonna say this. So, so typically what you'll do is you'll, you'll put a goal at maybe a three-year goal and then a one-year goal and then the one-year goal, we can break down to a quarterly goal. And that quarterly goal, we can break down to a monthly goal to a week. So you, let's use your 250, 240. Let's call it 240 because it's 20,000 a month, right? Yeah. Then do 20,000 a month. Well, we already broke it down. It's 20,000 a month. It's actually 5,000 a week. And then, which is 1,000 a day, Monday through Friday. Then you can yeah. measure yourself every day if it's at 1,000 above or below it. And then, like you said, you could average it. What are my days? I do better on Tuesdays. Why is that? Well, can I do better on whatever I'm doing on Tuesdays? Can I do on Wednesdays, right? So, so you have the long-term goal. And we break it down into you know daily, weekly, mo monthly, weekly, daily activities, right? And then what I would say would be back it up one more. This is where the process, the system, or the process instead of the goal itself would be: how many calls do I need to make a day to make a, the thousand-dollar sale? Yeah. And then it's the process of I got to make twenty calls a day. So then all you got to measure is am I making 20 calls a day? Because I know when I make it 20 calls, I'll get a thousand dollar sale. Yeah. Right. So then you're just measuring, am I doing the right things? Am I making 20 calls or whatever the number is, right? Am I making 20 calls? If I am, then it works great. If I'm, if I am and I'm not getting a thousand dollars a day, then I might need to work on why am I conversion? Am I not doing a good job converting? Am I not doing these not good leads? 
right? But that's what I mean by a process. The process might be, I'm just measuring how many calls I'm making a day because I know every 20 calls I make $1,000. And so right? you're, you're, you're hitting on the action part of yeah. a goal. Yeah. Because, you know, a, a goal worth setting is a goal worth achieving. Um, I, I think it's Walt Disney who said it this way. Um, what is it? Um, a dream worth, you can't have a dream come true if you don't have a dream. Um, and, and it's, it's very, okay. So there's different, I think there's a difference between dreams and goals. Um, I think dreams are things that you can envision, but it's the goals. The dream is this impossible thing, right? That's the, that's the way out there thing, but it shouldn't be like way out there. I mean, it's, it's possible. You could, um, I'm sure that, uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, never dreamed he could be as big as he is now. Right. Great point. He did have a dream to be big, like really big beyond his imagination, but it was his daily processes. He said, we're going to be the best logistics company. Well, how do you become the best logistics company? Well, that's a daily, that's a daily action and a daily focus and recording the problems. I, I think about UPS, you know, UPS, uh, one of their executives, they, they bring up new executives on a regularly, uh, regularly and they're never union workers. Well, UPS, how can we how can we trim five million dollars off of our um, off of our vehicle uh, fuel cost? And this this guy, normal everyday guy, said, "Well, I did the calculations. The amount of time we we waste on left hand turns um, not only wastes time, but it wastes uh, fuel. So if all we did is turn right, we make all of our schedules turn right. They didn't say five million dollars. They say five million a month." <laughs> That's awesome. I'm just right turns. I mean, so so how do you, you know, how do you, the first thing to create that goal was they had to come up with how do we save 5 million a month? I mean, we're talking about achieving things, but if you're a big company and you're trying to cut some areas, well, you got to, you kind of got to have this big vision. I want to save 5 million a month. How do I do that? Well, I don't know. And then people started thinking and then they came up with this take right turns. That's interesting. But then, but then they had to implement the action behind it because the action was mapping things out. Will this work? Right. And so you talk about the processes, the processes are part of the action and, and the processes, if you got to make 20 sales calls to hit your numbers, the processes are okay. I'm making 20 sales calls every day. What could I do tomorrow? Maybe, beyond the 20 that could make me close better so that when I do make 20 calls, I, I achieve a higher number. I mean. Right, well, when you go back, so, so we talked about our five-step profit formula, right? How do I get more leads? I wanna get more bats. How do I get um, more conversions once I get in front of somebody? How do I close better, right? More transactions, how do I get people to buy from me more often or more when they purchase, make it a bigger purchase? We talked about pricing, how can I raise prices or bundle prices? And then we talked about profitability. So you could talk about goals and goal setting. You know, let's say you want to get really good at conversions. When I get in front of somebody, I want to get really good at closing the deal. Now that could be a builder, right? I got a builder friend of mine, right? Uh, I want to build a house for for this client. You know, every time I get in front of a client, how do I make sure I get the contract to build the house? I'm a landscaper. How do I make sure that every time I meet with a homeowner, I walk away with their landscaping cutter. So you want to get really good at conversion. So that could be a goal, right? I want to get more, uh, I want to get more conversions, get better at closing when I get in front of them. Now, 
what do I need to do to do that, right? So like, I need the ultimate sales script. I need to know what objections they have. Why do people not buy from me? Why do people talk to me? That goes back to us. You know, you and I have this whole process, right? You need to have your target market, your million dollar message, your irresistible offer. That all matters and helps you convert better, right? And then you literally have, we have a whole script. I got a whole script of how to close, how the conversation, the, 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 the sales script should go and how you bring them along to help make it, you're the obvious choice, right? Yeah. And one of the ways, man, is, okay, how, you got to track everything. Because yes. if, if you're not tracking, so, okay, I made 20 sales calls. To, let's say, so you made 100 sales calls this week. Well, you got to track what happened on every one of those. Right. So that if you're trying to improve your closing ratio, you might find <laughs> out, oh, my follow-up is, is lacking. Right, right. So you wouldn't know that if you're not tracking. So you're saying, okay, I, I made two follow-up calls with this client. And then it everyone... fell through the cracks. Yeah, yeah, then it fell through the cracks. But the guy that I talked to five times, it turned out that was a guy I closed a deal. So therefore, I need to follow up with everybody at least five times or seven times, have a drip campaign. You're, you're exactly right. But, but I was like, you can have these crazy goals in the sense of, let's go back to the, the builder, right? So the builder wants to get more referrals. How do they get referrals? Usually they get them from real estate agents. They get them from some mortgage brokers. They get referrals from... A past clients, right? So, oh, a friend of ours saw our house and they want to. So then maybe the builder goal for next year would be, I want to get more referrals. I want to build more houses in this neighborhood. So then if we know that's where they get the referrals from, what can we do to get more referrals from real estate agents? You know, what works, what doesn't work? What can I do to get more referrals from mortgage brokers? What works, what doesn't work? What can I do to get more referrals from, you know, existing homeowners that I built their home? Right. So then you come up with a, you know, here, here's, here's one of the best strategies that I had would be literally if you're a home builder, you build a house for a guy, if you're real estate agents, it's the same thing. So if I built this house for you, I should have a, a house warming party for you in your house when we get the uh, certificate of occupancy. Right. Yeah. I'll spend a hundred bucks and buy some food and, and alcohol and you invite all your friends and I'll give everybody a tour on how awesome your house is that I built for you. Right. What do you think is going to happen for that? You're making your customer look awesome, right? You're the one showing off their new house. You're the one hosting the party. They love you. What's happening? They're inviting your friends, right? So if any of their friends ever want to build a house, they know you already, right? If any of those people know somebody want to build a house, they're going to be like, I met Matt. He's the best builder ever. He had this whole hosting party with Dave had his house built, right? Real estate agents can do that exact same thing, right? A real estate agent, when you sell somebody's house, you could have a going away party, right? When you have, when you sold the house for the new owner, have a welcome party. Who do they invite? Their friends. What do you spend a hundred bucks on, you know, food and alcohol? What do you get to meet? You get to meet all their friends and what a great person you are as a real estate agent, right? So that'd be a great way to augment your referrals. If that would be your goal for next year, hey, I want to, Make $250,000, make a million dollars. How can I do that? Well, you know, if I got more referrals from real estate agents, mortgage brokers, and existing clients, boom, how can I do that? Boom, 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 I can do that. Great. How many, I'm going to host one of those dinners a month, one of those uh, dinners a week, right? That could be yeah. a whole strategy of process. I just gave away a whole year's worth of coaching. There we go. <laughs> I, you, and you did. And, and that's, this, this could be one of our better episodes. But here's the thing. One of the most important, okay, you want to make 250000 Let's just use that as a number. You're yeah, trying to make 250000 next year. But you really got to get down to 
what you're going to do with the money. Yeah. The, that's the really the why. Okay. It's not just, um, I want to pay all my bills. I want to have extra money. You really got to have a why. Do you want, do you want two weeks of vacation? Um, three times well, a year. Pay for your kid's college, pay for your kid's education, pay for vacation, pay for my mom who's sick, right? You can have all these kind of whys, right? Uh, why? Because I just want to help a lot more people, right? Because I'm tired of seeing people take advantage of, and I, I want to be the guy that saves them, right? I want to be, I think Dan Sullivan calls it, who do you want to be a hero to? I want to be a hero to those people. So I'm a home builder. I don't want them to work with a, with a crappy builder, or I'm a real estate agent. I don't want them to work with a bad agent. I'm a mortgage broker. I don't want her to work. That could be your old, you know, your goal. Or I make a bunch of money so I can give it a bunch to charity, right? Your why can be different and your why can change and evolve. But your point is is great. You need a strong why, right? Why do you want to lose weight and get in, get, get in better shape? So I can live longer and be around for my grandkids, right? So I can live longer and enjoy my retirement, right? We were talking about that with another call I was on earlier today, which was, God, you'd hate to get to retirement and be in crappy health. Right? Yeah. Be nice to you worked your whole life and now you want to go enjoy your retirement. Be terrible if you're you had a bad hip or a bad shoulder like you and I were talking about earlier. No, man, you want to be in peak shape so you can travel. The we call it the go-go years when you first retire. I want well, to go go. That, that's what this I mean, this show has always a bit been about helping you make more money, keep more money, pay less taxes, have more free time to enjoy your life. I mean yeah. And, and, and build wealth as, as a result of those, you know. So that's the goal of our show is to, to help you make more, keep more, pay less tax, um, and build wealth, um, and, but have more time off. And so I think, I think one of the goals that, well, Dan Sullivan does that is, is he teaches yeah. just the deep, you've got to schedule time off on a weekly basis. Once again, if you say, I want to take um, 52 weeks a year, you want to take three, you know, three days off a week. Um, you know, that's a lot of days when you take that by 50, you know, you know, right, that's right. what 150 days off a year. Right. That's, that's a lot of time off. And if you're going to have another four weeks of vacation in there, um, all of a sudden, I mean, you're talking 178 days of, of vacation, um, that's almost half the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but your point would be that could be the goal, right? So, so like I have clients that take the month of July off, but we make that decision here at the beginning of the year. So what do you have to do to, to make your money, to get your business in order so you can take the month of July off? I have other clients that travel a week every quarter, right? So they want to go to the beach every quarter. They're beach people. So it's like, they're like, man, every six weeks, it's like I just got back to the beach or I'm getting ready to go to the beach. So I'm always looking forward to going somewhere or still excited for my just got back from somewhere. So they build the whole year around going to the beach once a quarter. Uh, I've got other clients that do a combination, you know, three-day weekends twice a month and then a vacation every, I don't know if it was every four months instead of every three months, right? But they put that up in advance and then they back into, all right, what do I have to do so two weekends a month are three-day weekends, right? What do I have to do so I can go to the, the beach once a quarter, once every four months, and right? They, but you got to have that goal and set up the systems and process to make it happen. Because if you didn't, it'd be like, here we are in April, we haven't gone anywhere. Or or you're, you're about to come up on your three-day weekend and you didn't have a process in place. So what you're doing is the two days before your weekend, your three-day weekend, you're busting your butt trying yeah, to get yeah, yeah. everything possible done so that you can enjoy your three days and you won't enjoy the three days because too much will be on your mind. That's <laughs> what processes do for a goal. 
And so if you're, you know, like with the running 520 miles, there was a reason I turned 52 um, this year. So I was, you know, but if I hadn't set out early to stay committed week after week after week, right. And, and it's the same thing. So I didn't get to the end of the year. I was done at the end of November. So I was able to not run real hard in December, which is a good time because we we're moving and that's a lot up and down and right, uh, right. But that's the point is if you're, if you're trying to have these time off, you got to use the processes that allow you to do that so that when the time off comes, it's not a stressful event. That's the yeah. point behind we, having the processes with the goals. Yeah. When we talk about, when we're not, when I talk about goal setting, I actually think you should have five, six, seven, ten 10 areas of your life, right? So what are my top three business goals of the year? What are my top three health goals of the year? What are my top three family goals of the year? What are my top three, you know, different areas of your life, spiritual, uh, we already talked about money because the business stuff, right? That I think you could have goals for each area of your life, right? Whatever those areas are for you, right? And in those you have, I always call it top three. So the top three goals in each area, but you made a great point. What's the why for each of those, right? Yeah. And then now you've got to be intentional. How do we create that from happening? If your health goals, you had your health goal, 52, 520 miles, one eleven miles a week. Boom, we got to handle Your family goal is to have a three-day weekend or to go to dinner with your daughter once a month. You know, just me and my daughter once a month. Boom, there's your family goal. We're going to schedule it, make it happen, right? What What are your, I said health, you know, what are your, what, you know, my parents, you know, you're going to go see my, what are your vacation? Oh, I want to do, like we said, once a quarter. Right. What are your business goals? I want to, you can have a business goal that just says, I want to wow all my clients better so I can get more referrals. And that could be your business. It doesn't have to be, I want to make the 250 or 240. It doesn't have to be that. It could be, I want to get, you know, the wow experience better. So I get more referrals. I want to service the heck out of my existing clients. So I get more repeat business and more referrals, right? It, it can be down there, but the point is you have to have, what's the goal, where do I want to be a year from now, right? And then having that goal, we, we use exercise in a marathon. I used to run marathons, half marathon, I never run a marathon, I'm sorry, half marathon, right? It's like, whatever that is, what is that? 12, 13, 13 miles? 13 point yeah. something. So you can Google it. I love, 13. We use Tony, yeah, Tony Robbins, right? So here's what he say. You can go look online for a, you know, from couch potato to running a half marathon in whatever, three months. That's on Google. You and I could Google that right now. There's your strategy. It tells you that you need to walk five days a week. And then a week or two later, you start running one day a week and walking four days or however. I mean, there's a whole couch potato to run in a half marathon. Boom, boom, boom. There's your strategy. And Tony Robbins says, you got to have a story to tell yourself. That goes back to what you mentioned, your why. Hey, I want to do this because it'll make me live longer for my kids or to help me lose weight so I'll be in better shape and help my blood pressure. I won't have to take the pills anymore. Uh, whatever your why, your story, you tell yourself, right? Easy to tell yourself, I'm big boned. I can never do that. I got feet problem, yeah, whatever. Your story needs to be a better story. You, you, your why is to feel better. Your why is to avoid pain or get to pleasure. And then he always says it's about state. The third thing, uh, strategy, story, state. It's easy to get a strategy, just look it up on Google. Story is what we tell ourselves. Tell yourself a better story. And then your state is, you know, he has a whole routine we talked about. He gets all, takes an ice bath and gets all pumped up and he jumps on the mini trampoline. So when he hits the, right, we talk about athletes, right? Before a football game, they, they ain't sitting in the locker room, right? They're, they're running little mini sprints. They're doing little 
right? You watch the football players in the warm-up. They're, they're throwing the, the pass. They're catching it. The punter's punting. The kicker's kicking, right? The, the linemen are pop. You know, they're getting pumped up. There's a state they got to get into. So that's what Tony always says. In order to accomplish a goal, got to know what that goal is, and then you got to have the right strategy. Google the, the half marathon, couch potato. The story is, I can do this. I want to do this. What's my why? And the state is, get yourself pumped up every day before your walk. And use your story to do that, right? I'm doing this so that at the end of this three-month journey, I'll have lost weight and my blood pressure. I won't be taking my blood pressure pills, right? Boom. That's it. You and I talked about the three things you need to be successful in a whole podcast. You got to commit. We mentioned commitment earlier, right? So you got a goal. I want to make 240, 250. I want to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds. I want to run a half marathon. Commit to the goal. You need a roadmap. That's the strategy, right? And you need a support system. Those are the three things you and I think we need to be successful, right? Commit to the goal. What's the roadmap or the strategy? And what's the support system? I got to tell my friends. I got to make this public. I got to put it on Facebook. I got to commit to it. I got to have some people hold me accountable to it. I got to bounce ideas off people, right? That's what we talk about in our, in our whole mastermind group to kind of bring this whole thing around. We're talking about how to create, manage, and achieve your goals for, for any time, 2021, financial goals, health goals, personal goals, family goals, right? You need three things. Commit, you need a roadmap, you need a support system, right? This is what our mastermind does. We just did more coaching on this call. I gave away the whole thing for a builder or for a real estate agent. Goodness gracious, right? There's your strategy. There's your, you got, there's your support system. It's our mastermind group. It's your, it's your coaching group. And it's a commitment to, I want to get more referrals from my existing clients. And that, by gosh, I'm going to commit to doing this. And, right? and the other Boom. part of the commitment is, is doggone it. If you put it down on paper. And, and so I, I am very much on the <laughs> daily lists. Yeah. If you, the daily list to train your subconscious mind daily list. If you put it on your paper to, that you're going to do it today, you get it done today. Because when you put these goals on the, on paper for the year, you will train your mind. If you put it on paper, you're going to commit to it. it. It's great if you can use a journal be on a daily basis, same journal I every day, that. so that you're training your mind. And, and what does training your mind do? Well, part of training your mind is uh, fellowship with others. Like what we're doing here, a mastermind can allow you to, to, to I'm not training your mind, to sharpen your, sharpen your sword. Because your mind is your sword. That's how you're going to make money. It's how you're going to grow. It's how you're going to take care of your body. Everything is all done in your mind. You know, thoughts are things, as they say. And so you want your thoughts process to be as sharp as possible. And, and I believe it starts here when you start planning your year. This is planning. I don't call it necessarily goal setting. I like to call it planning. And if you're planning on having a big year, you should get in touch with Matt and I about our mastermind. I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, when I say limited, we limit who we accept, but if you're interested, then you can reach out to us, uh, Matt at profitabilitymd.com or Dave at profitabilitymd.com. And we'll have a, we'll have a, you know, we'll ask you some questions. You ask us some questions and, um, and you know, if, if it's a fit, then great. If not, we, we, we certainly could make recommendations for other, uh, groups as well, but um, it's your roadmap. if you that's want to have a, a wonderful 2021, I think that's the way to. to well, that's what I think. I think we're setting up for a great 2021. I think the economy is strong underneath. I think we got the vaccines coming out, so we're about to get through this thing. And 2021 is going to be huge for all of us. I want you guys to to put a plan together, man. And as Warren Buffett says, it's the sticking to it that's the tough part. <laughs> 
everybody can put a plan or Mike Tyson, what everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. That's right. right. So Dave's telling us to write the plan down. So we got it down on paper, commit to it. So when you get punched in the face, you can stick to it. You can work through it, right? You can adjust it and modify it. So that's why you track. Great year. Yeah. Write it down. Keep track. What measurements gets results, gets exponentially improved upon. That's good stuff. All right, man, this was fun. We covered a lot today, Matt. So I will see you next year. Next year, my friend. Have a great day.